This week on the podcast, it's all about Carrie's first trip back to Walt Disney World since the pandemic started. We're talking about how comfortable she felt traveling and what it was like to be back in the parks and our experience with Beeper MD getting her COVID test to come home. Stay tuned to hear how it all went. You're listening to the Pixie Dust Fan Podcast. Hi, I'm Francine. And I'm Carrie. We're two best friends who can't stop talking, usually about Disney stuff. Sometimes we have fascinating guests, and sometimes it's just us. But it's always positive and fun. We're happy to have you join our chat. Thanks for listening, and let's get started. Hi, Carrie. Hiya. How are you? I'm all right. Are you? Have you come down yet? Out of the clouds from the Muppet fandom of last week? <laughs> it was awesome. Oh, my goodness. Wednesday was was a pretty cool day. Like being so excited about that podcast being released and the opportunity we had but the next day we had our we had an all staff meeting at work and um it was a pretty short meeting we didn't have a big agenda so it only lasted like half an hour and my boss said does anybody have any good news stories to share (laughs) you didn't (laughs) and so I unmuted and I'm like well actually I do have a story to tell so I told uh all uh almost 60 of us uh Almost 60 of us. I told uh, the story about how how we were uh, reached out uh, by, like, Kelly reached out to us and about our podcast episode and how we invited him on and he said yes and then we recorded and then and then yesterday, because like, that was Thursday, yesterday the podcast went live and how excited I was and how excited we were and how cool it was and, and everybody was so excited. They were all, like, sending congratulations and, and saying, you know, <laughs> like, people were messaging in the in our little chat saying, uh-oh, you know, my boss, he better watch out because Carrie Carrie's a star now or Carrie might, Carrie might, you know, change careers or whatever. They were doing that. And then I had some people texting me. Some of my colleagues texted me and, and I had uh, some reach out to say they listened and, and that it was so cool. So... Um, so yeah, I, I took it, I milked it for all it was worth. I told everybody that would listen, my aunts, my mom, my, everybody that I knew, my cats and my cats listened. They didn't, they might not have understood it. Everybody, I told everybody, I think so. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Still kind of excited. Not going to (laughs) lie. It's a pretty big deal. When you think of Carrie, he's like, he worked with the real, like the Muppets. The famous peoples can be aside. (laughs) He worked with the famous Muppets. (laughs) it was awesome it was it was awesome awesome. and we had uh, like our downloads that day were like off the charts uh our our little podcast that could seems to be getting a little more airplay somewhere and we're exponentially growing week over week it's 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 incredible yeah right it's the power of the muppets (laughs) (laughs) this is all about maybe the the muppet fans have finally found us (laughs) And they're like, that girl is crazy. That, yeah, she doesn't maybe. know. <laughs> I don't know what she's talking about most of the time, but she likes the Muppets. So. Muppet crazy is really crazy. Yeah. So we try. We wanted to get that episode in before Halloween. Um, and of course, we did. <laughs> truth be told, we didn't want to waste any time in case he changed his mind and said, no, he didn't want to go. <laughs> too late. You, <laughs> too too late. late. <laughs> you snooze, you lose. So no we were Muppets like all you. over it. <laughs> uh, but we have, we did a trip. A big yes, trip. Yes, we did. Um, and we've got a whole bunch of stuff to talk about and review for it. And it's probably going to be over the next couple of episodes because there's just so much to cover. But uh, we wanted to start with this episode talking about, because we get so many questions about this kind of stuff. 
was I I went in August and we talked and explored how I felt about it, the travel, blah, blah, blah. But this was your first trip back yes. to the magic and to Walt Disney World since basically like for somebody that used to travel all the time. Yeah, this was your first trip in COVID and you've been really You've been really open about how you were struggling in the beginning with the COVID and the anxiety and all of that stuff. So people are anxious to hear how you felt about the travel. Like, how did this go for you? Now, I know because I was with you. <laughs> <laughs> Haven't we already talked about this already? <laughs> we talked about how I felt, but how you did with this. No, I meant me and you. <laughs> oh. and I talked about this already. <laughs> Yeah, you and I have covered this uh, yeah, know, privately, I'm but I'm, uh, yeah, a lot of people are really interested to hear how how the trip was for you, like the very beginning, how you felt going through, because that wasn't that your first COVID test? Yeah, I have managed not to have a COVID test. <laughs> All this time. All this time. So yeah. yeah, I had to have my first COVID test. That's the thing. I think you don't, like, I didn't feel, like, I didn't feel comfortable, like, I didn't really re like realize I was traveling. Like I knew I was going on a trip and I was tra planning for it the best I could. But like until I had that negative COVID test, like to go down, I didn't feel like I was really going. Like right. everyone's like, you know, you haven't left the house in two weeks, you know, or whatever. You're not going to have COVID. <laughs> you're going to pass the test. Don't worry. But still, like when you're anxious about this stuff and you just never know, um, you know, I didn't feel very, you know, Exce like overly excited until I had that test. That like I did it on test. the, I did it on. When did we fly? We flew on a Thursday, so I did it on the Tuesday, and then right. I went home and I started to pack. Like I hadn't even, and I overpacked pretty much because I. Oh there's gosh, two things. I had the pressure of <laughs> checking a bag because everyone's like, "You haven't traveled for so long. You better check a bag." So I'm like, "Okay, okay, I'll check a bag." No, no, I but it's not just because you travel. You haven't traveled so long. It's because we were expecting purchases. Right, 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 and and I was yeah, fine, yeah. and I was completely fine with that. That I that I um that I should check a bag because I was going to buy stuff and I did buy lots of stuff. Like that's whatever. That's all good. Um, <laughs> but, but also because I wasn't doing my usual, usual planning. Like usually I plan like a week, a couple weeks out in advance. I got my outfits all figured out. I've got them all written down, all my possibilities so that I can just bring what I need. And because I, I didn't really want to even kind of face that until I knew for sure, for sure I was going. <laughs> then I started doing it. And then I packed all, like I packed, I had, I had out multiple outfits I didn't even wear. And we were doing laundry. <laughs> so we like, I washed the stuff I really liked wearing and I, and I wore it again or whatever. Um, so I, I packed a little bit, I packed a little bit too much. So like even my, so after that, my planning and my packing experience wasn't even very, it wasn't it even wasn't fun. Normal. Like, I didn't enjoy yeah. it because I was very stressed out about the fact, like, I've saved this to the last minute. I don't know what to do. And then part of me was trying to be silly. Like, I packed silly stuff to kind of just get you riled up. Like, I packed two puzzles. <laughs> so, like, I know. Puzzles like, we room. showed up. We showed up. She unpacks her case and she brings out two puzzles. <laughs> <laughs> because, which I figured I could just leave there for the, you know, the housekeeping to keep and, and play with. But I, um, <laughs> but like, I, so part of me was like, oh, they're making, they're, they're peer pressuring me into checking in a bag i want to bring some silly stuff i brought slippers i brought i, I don't even know if i wore my slippers i brought like i brought all kinds of stuff because i thought oh this will be funny that i brought all this extra stuff um so yeah i didn't 
uh, you know, up to going, uh, I wasn't, you know, very excited. Like, I had a little glimpse where I'm like, oh my goodness, I'm going to Walt Disney World. But, like, the pressure of, like, you know, am I really going to go? Is it all going to work out? How is it going to be? Like, worried about, you know, all the stuff we had to do. I couldn't be as excited as I as I usually would be. And then when mm. I was okay, clear, then I was like, man, I like, why didn't I pack last Saturday or two Saturdays ago? Like I usually do. And I was, and I was stressed. I packed like all kinds of stuff, like thinking I might need it. And I never used it. Like, <laughs> yeah, I was, I was definitely more in your lane of uh, packing this time. I brought like three pairs of shoes. Like why? I know. And I only brought two. <laughs> like I was, I was just not myself when it came to, to the that's packing, a, but you know what that's a key thing to remind people like even for people who we travel all the time before this this first trip back feels like it, it's almost like you don't know what to do because yeah. you're waiting on that covid test before you really feel like it's gonna happen yeah until you feel free <laughs> so your your preparation was all out of whack yeah, for sure. And I'm, yeah, definitely out of whack. Like, I would be able to go on a two-week vacation with a carry-on, like, I or at least a 10-day vacation, for sure. I would often go away for nine or 10 days and have a carry-on. And here's me, like, stressing out, overpacking in a, in a full-size suitcase. Well, my suitcase isn't as big as your guy. You guys have huge suitcases. <laughs> yeah, yours I have, really like, a, a normal-size, old-school-size t- suitcase, not the jumbo ones that people buy now. Um, but I was stressing, and, and I had ample room, and... Yeah, whatever. It all worked out because we fit everything back in on the way home. In, oh, it in was all it of was suitcases. It was yeah. We had we had to rearrange some stuff for the way home, but that's a whole other podcast. Yeah, that's a whole other. We don't want to spill <laughs> the beans on all the stuff we all bought the purchases. Yeah, but, so so yeah. that was your packing experience. Packing and then at the airport, like after it's all like the same with the testing on the way home, right? Like I didn't really think about it too much when we were there until we got closer to the actual. Like the day period. before, and and then I started to feel a little bit more anxious, like you know that oh my goodness we got to do this tomorrow. Like I didn't really think I was gonna be COVID positive and not be able to go home, but like you just can't res- like your your body and your mind can't can't stop it, right? Like right. you know I've been anxious about this forever. Like it's not just gonna go away because I'm in the bubble. So like other than that, like the whole other experience of of traveling it just felt like it used to. Like, like so and I've told normal. that to people since I've gotten back, like the, the few people I've talked to from work or whatever, like the, you know, besides the worrying about doing this, this testing, the red tape and the testing, like the actual travel procedures feels exactly the same. Like I've said to people with, when you're at the airport, it's not even like the, the customs people or the person at the desk that's really checking these things. Like there's a nice staff member in line that like looks at your things and puts a sticker on your on your passport and then then that sticker tells everybody else that looks at you that you're okay so it's not like the process is pretty harmless and and fairly seamless and and beyond like having someone check it in one like going down and then someone checked it the same way coming back like everything else is exactly the same you wait you check your bags you get your bag tags you wait in line you drop your bags you go through security and customs and you go to your you your go gate. to your gate. Like on the way down, we had like we were probably from drop off to gate in like 30 minutes because it, it was insanely busy. quick, wasn't it? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I guess we should reiterate for people listening. So Carrie and I are both in Canada. Uh, yeah. So it is a requirement for us to travel that we have COVID testing uh, before we go on and to return to Canada. Yeah, so and we have to go through customs to, we have to go through U.S. customs to at our airport prior to, 
getting on the plane. And then when we come home, we go through uh, Canada Customs. Right. So, so on the way there, we... Those are the big lineups, the, airports, the Customs lines. <laughs> yeah, it's the security line and then the Customs. Yeah. Yeah. One or the other or both, usually. Have lines. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And we both have Nexus cards, which really helps us with the Customs lines. Yeah. And on the way down, that didn't help too much. But on the way back, it definitely did. It probably saved us 45 minutes or an hour. Oh, absolutely. For sure. So, but yeah, the, the actual traveling is it just feels like once like we were it, on the plane it was everything yeah. feels exactly the same except you except have to get you, to, get you have to get the test and you have to wear a mask but everything right. else is exactly the same and then you have the they hand you the little wipe when you get on the plane so that yeah. you can wipe down your little seat and we sat we had three seats um oh my gosh carrie we had three seats um <laughs> my sister was in the window you were in the middle and i was in the aisle and you know it's one of those it, we were tired whatever and we're both just watching movies. I don't know what I was watching. And I look over and Carrie's watching why, shockingly, of course, The Karate Kid on the <laughs> way down. So the movie is perfectly timed. It is. Like, it's it, a perfect it, movie to watch from Toronto to Florida. Right. So you start the movie when we get in the air and it's wrapping up right when we're landing. Yeah. But right before we land, I look over and I see you're at the part where he's going to do that that weird the kick, the big kick at the end. If you haven't watched The Karate Kid, you should. It's the best. Oh, my gosh. And Carrie starts, like, singing the music. Listen, and, like, this is completely like, intentional. Like, I did this 100% to make you laugh like crazy. Did you make me laugh? Carrie, I could not, like, it was a laugh where I, so Carrie starts, da, 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 whatever the thing is. And you know how, at like. The, at the top of her lungs. <laughs> people are looking. I start laughing. And, like, best. I can't even catch my breath. My sister's looking like, what on earth is going on with you two? <laughs> <laughs> the whole everybody in the vicinity is looking at that's the right yeah it's not the whole plane like it's a loud plane where you can barely hear three rows ahead of you everybody around so it's us. just the people in the bubble around us uh i'm crying do, like do, my, do, my, do, my do, mask gets wet. she's got her arms in the air and then she starts yelling she's gonna pee her pants because I can't stop laughing. Oh my gosh! So it was the funniest landing we've ever had on a plane. <laughs> it was the best. <laughs> it was. Um, yeah, it was. It was exactly the the feel good smiles we needed for for landing in Orlando. And then when we landed in Orlando, we met uh, our friend Ashley. So oh, yeah. one of the one of the the lovely ladies that follows us online, and uh, she was getting on the plane that we got off. Yeah. So we got to meet her in the, basically cool. in the terminal. That was pretty cool. Uh, so we got to see her and meet her in person. Mm -hmm. So that was and fun. And she had been at Disney World for like two weeks. Yeah. She'd so been we there a long time. we were following her online and seeing all the shenanigans she was up to and all the things she was doing. And then yeah. And then here we were. So that was fun. She kind of passed the torch over to us. Yeah. And then how did you feel in the parks, Carrie? So we did, our friend picked us up at the airport. So we didn't have, um, our friend Susan picked us up at the airport. We didn't have Magical Express. Mm -hmm. So how did you feel when we got to the parks? Like Magic um, Kingdom was our first park. Yeah, I think, I think definitely as the week went on, it, I got more comfortable. I didn't 
like again i'm not worried like feeling oh my goodness am i gonna get COVID from these people i think it's because like we've been in our houses and and at work where there's five people in instead of 50 people in that all of a sudden you're in like i don't even know that being in the stores with felt weird because like everyone's masked inside was masked inside at walt disney world it's like being out on the streets like that was the weirdest part for me like being in the parks outside with so many people when i haven't been that close to people in a long time in like Um, a year and a half yeah so that like inside it felt kind of normal because i'm like okay this is just like being at the grocery store we're all wearing masks so there okay there's a lot more people in the stores than i'm used to (laughs) but but outside felt the that was the weirdest is like i don't know why but it just felt very all the people with that because it was big crowds right Mm -hmm. yeah it just felt weird without masks and 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 very bizarre but i think as like yeah, I don't know. I as the week went on, like I just I'm more like turned to the aspect like the view of seeing people like people were just enjoying themselves. Like when you really stopped to look and like got over the oh my goodness, I'm outside and I don't have a mask on and there's a bunch of people behind around me is that people really are just there enjoying the Magic Kingdom as they always have. Like right. families frolicking and laughing and kids and, and people just doing what they usually do, like taking selfies, sharing, showing each other pictures, you know, laughing. Like when you really stop and you can put your anxiety aside and you really take a good look around, like it it really is just like the way that it that it used to be. Like everyone's just enjoying themselves at the theme parks. That's Yeah. And then we did, I mean, we kept our mask on when we were uncomfortable. So even outside when we were uncomfortable or it was a really big crowd, uh, we kept our mask on and, and that was fine. And for the most part, from what I saw, and I was actually really looking for it this time because I'd heard others say that maybe people weren't following the rules and stuff like that. I, I would say for the most part, everybody was following the rules. Like they had their masks on inside. There yeah, were a couple so. times where they had to have cast members remind people, uh, but they they didn't put up a fuss. They just, for m- the most part, it was because they forgot. Yeah, I think with, especially in situations where we're going in and out of places, if it wouldn't have been so hot, I probably would have just kept, like, kept, kept my on. mask on most of the time because that's the pain, putting, like, remembering to put the mask in and yeah. on and off when you're, like, when you're at Epcot and you're going around the world showcasing, like, every, <laughs> okay, so however many gonna... steps away, you're, in the next yeah. two minutes, you're going to go somewhere, go in somewhere else, right? So, in those situations, especially when we were out at night, I often would just keep it on because I'm just going to have to put it on and off and on and off anyways, but yeah. it was way too hot to, to, to even wear it, it outside. For yeah. a couple of minutes in between the stores, because I think that just overheats you even more, right? When you go into a store and you're yep. expecting air conditioning to hit you, but you're breathing in, in a hot mask doesn't yeah. help. So, And that that is exactly what happened to me at Epcot. Uh, we walked in, I think it was the Italy pavilion we were in, and we're walking around, we're pointing out stuff. I think it, like we were getting ready to buy something. And nobody said a word. And then I looked at my hand and my mask was in my hand. I'd been (laughs) in this store for like five minutes with no mask. I just forgot to put it back on. Um, So, yeah. So I think you're right. That's the hard part is remembering to to put it back on when you've taken it off. And yeah, that was. uh, So you felt you felt pretty good um, about it all. I mean, we do need to uh, talk about the testing for the way home. So when I was there in August, I did uh, the one at the airport. So it was $175. You got your results in less than an hour. 
And this time we tried a new free service, uh, Beeper MD, but we also had a backup plan booked at the the airport. Just in case. Well, we had heard we had heard that, um, like Beeper MD might run late or. Yeah. Whatever. We had read some reviews, so we wanted to have a backup plan. Not that we didn't just, trust that they would be there, but we thought we'd better just in case. Just in case. Just in case. So we and because it is so anxiety inducing, right? This whole testing, blah blah blah. Uh so we had booked between three and five. We were at the beach club by this point. Mm-hmm. And we had booked the arrival for Beeper MD between three and five. Yeah, they come to us. Right. And it's free if you have more than two people. So um, this is some, it, like, it, it's basically paid for by the government, the U.S. government, who just want people to get tested. So we booked between three and five. The day before, because of all the, the reviews, I called to confirm our appointment. And the woman said, yes, you're booked between three and five, but you'll get the real time once they finish the schedule. And then I guess it was probably a couple hours after that that we got the confirmation she was going to arrive at 350 like, they actually gave us a very specific time, not just a window. Mm-hmm. And then, I guess that day, she called us probably around 3 o'clock to I say she was running She might have even late. called a little bit earlier in the day just to say she was com- that, that she was coming. And then she, yeah. called, she, called a back, she called again later to say she was running a little bit late. But not very late. Like, she was there by 4.30. Yeah, like she she said she was running a bit late and the Jeep, like she was reading to us what her GPS was saying was the distance she had to drive to get to us. And she called twice, like to give us that ETA of when she was coming. And then, yeah, yeah she finally arrived at like 430. So yeah, 40 so, minutes late. Yeah, we met her in the in the um, under the in the lobby. What do you call that? The like the, it's like the roundabout, the por- yeah, the what do they call it? The, the port coach. I, I can't say it, but it's the it's the doohickey. It's like the out where you pull up in the car outside. Yeah, so the, instead the of lobby. her like having to park and come in with all of her gear and find us and and meet her in the lobby and do it, we said we'll meet you outside. So we she pretty much pulled up, popped her hatchback, and we did the testing <laughs> outside. We did the testing outside there. <laughs> So they we do did your get test. some looks. We yeah, did get some sure. looks from people walking by. They're like, "What are these people doing?" So she pretty much she pretty much like verifies all of our information as per what we put in the into the uh, application to do it. And then we she has to call the she has to call into the to the I don't know, the clinic or whatever. The clinical nurse, the clinical nurse. And we had to verify like the nurse kind of verifies our our information again, because it's (laughs) really neat. Yeah, yeah, over video, because she like the nurse like I'm assuming the lady that came to give us the, sh- the swabs probably a nurse <laughs> and then the, yes. the clinical nurse um she uh or he verified her information and like he has all like he can see all of our stuff because it's all connected through the application and the app so like verifying who's who and just asking us if we have any symptoms or if we feel okay like just checking in with us mm-hmm. and verifying it and then once he verifies it then she knows she's good to like you know seal everything all up and 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 then it's ready to go to the lab or whatever. Like she said, we had to go the verification process is to like finalize it all so that it's approved so that it can go to the that go it to moves the, on lab. To the lab or whatever. So that's kind of neat too. Like I didn't expect that that we had that we would do a, a I didn't a Zoom call with a with a nurse. <laughs> yeah, and he asked us like, do you have any questions about the process? Like it was, and he went through it with each one of the four of us. Yeah. Like there were four of us doing it, and they did it with each of us individually. 
over Zoom in the parking lot, like in the parking, in the parking roundabout, which was pretty cool. Yeah. So that was, it was, it was easy. And the swab was easy. Like it, it did, yeah. doesn't hurt, you know, no big deal. Um, and then we had our result, like she was very lovely, you know, even though it's a free service, it's nice to tip, um, you know, cause these guys are working really hard and, uh, we had our results within 24 hours. Yeah, 24 like, hours almost exactly. And it's 24 to 36 hours. That's why we have the buffer backup plan because if it came... If it was going to be much if longer. If they were late and then the results came at exactly 36 hours, we might not feel comfortable right. if we were waiting on them still. But Yeah. So we had our backup at the airport and it was, I mean, it all worked out. It actually worked perfectly for us. If I hadn't heard any of the other reviews, I would have been like, this is genius. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it it worked out really well for us. Of course, we all came back negative, but there is that anxiety about taking the test before you do, even though you've been following the rules, vaccinated, washing your hands, blah, blah, blah. You still have that, oh, my God, what if I test positive? Mm-hmm. And, but we all came back negative. Um, and then there was a collective sigh of relief, I think, for all of us. Yeah, I think so. Because then you just don't have to worry about that part anymore. Right. So given all of that, Carrie, the anxiety about the tests are really the big deal for you. Yeah, for sure. And now that you've done the tests, would you travel again? For sure. But I think the te- that anxiety is still there until the tests are Until are the okay. tests are like done. It's, yeah. Like, and as silly as it seems... It's like, not silly. It's, it's, uh, yeah. Cause and now I know that the travel part's easy. Like there's nothing that there's any, it's not like I'm going to get to the airport and they're going to be like, there's going to be like, you know, a siren. Ah, ah, ah. This, <laughs> you've traveled a thousand times before. Guess what? It's not like that anymore. Like <laughs> everything's changed. Yeah. Yeah. It's you have funny. To go have... Through, you have to go through an obstacle course now. <laughs> Backwards, blindfolded. So... Yeah, now that I know that everything else is exactly the same. Because it's like the what ifs, like you're always like, are they going to ask more questions? Or, or are they going to be, you know, are they really, are they going to challenge things or question things or, you know, whatever? Like, it's silly. You just like, don't know. It's again, a- silly as it sounds like those things might, might you, you wonder about those things. But I think certain types of personalities, you can't, like, that's just the weird things that I, that I worry about, right? Yeah. So yeah, knowing that it's it's exactly the same process, and then just a nice WestJet or Air Canada. Well, Air, I think Air Canada, you can actually upload all of your stuff on the app. So that yes, the app, like when you check you in, you you upload all of your stuff so that it's verified and you're good to go. And with WestJet, like I said, a lovely WestJet staff member, you know, asks to see your stuff, puts a sticker on your on your passport, and then everything or a check mark on your boarding pass. <laughs> Yeah, and a check mark. I know. So it was like this is like anybody, everybody's this is got a high pen. security. <laughs> um, yeah, a blue yeah. pen check mark on your boarding pass. Like once, other than that, like everything's exactly the same. Then yeah, for sure. Yes. Easy, the only other easy, thing easy. that was a big issue for us that isn't the same as before is the customs on the way home. So again, uh, we arrived and the plane was sitting. We couldn't get off the plane because of customs. Customs was so backed up that they kept us on the plane. They only let people off at first who had connecting flights. So if you had a connecting flight, they let those passengers off first. And then I think we waited like 15, 20 minutes and they started emptying the plane 50 people at a time. Same thing they did. Yeah. 
Yeah. I think they do that because of, like, really, we have Nexus and we almost never, we never, ever, ever have to go through that customs lines when we come home. Like, that, pretty much, unless you come at a, come into Toronto at a very slow time or a wonky late time, or it even depends, because flights come in at all different times from all around the world. Right. That custom line's always like that. All, like... I guess I've just never really it's paid just, attention we never, to it. But that's the thing. They're holding the plane and letting people off gradually and and and, and looking at all the planes and figuring out how the heck they're going to manage that instead of dumping yeah. whatever, 20 planes all at the same time. Like, they're just managing that, I'm sure, for COVID reasons. Um, but I think regularly they just let everybody off the plane and it's a, and it's a, that room <laughs> is... for yourself. <laughs> that room is jam-packed that you have to go through. Like, that's the thing. Like, when you get at, off... Like Terminal One at uh, in Toronto is ginormous. So you walk. No, no, I'm not going to say about how (laughs) fantastic it is compared to the Terminal Three. But when you get off at Terminal One, it's it's huge. Like you walk. Like oh, it's like a ten-mile walk to get off the plane. Yeah, and and it looks all like you know you're walking, and there's the people that go off the plane with you, and you're just moseying along. Some people are walking quickly, dragging bags. People have kids, whatever. Everyone's going at their own little pace. And so you go on this big, long, 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 long walk. but And then when you, you pretty much come down some escalators at the very end into the customs, and it's like a sea of a million people. And yes. it's like that usually. So imagine, you know, with COVID, they don't want to have... It, there still looks like there's a million people in there. But if they're holding planes back and holding mm-hmm. planes from unloading, then then they're obviously trying to make it a little bit a little bit better. But when we were... Before COVID, when we were flying out... It was on the opposite end. Like how many times, think about before COVID, the last four or five times you flew, mm-hmm. like we were always leaving late because of, because customs, because people were going through customs. It was taking so long Yeah, that they were holding the planes back because they couldn't fly the planes with half the people because they knew half the people were still in line. So yeah. they held off. So it's pretty much, the, you know, instead of before, and I think that might've been because of like. I don't like if there was union stuff going on or whatever before COVID for an, for a number of months, but it, it's just kind of on the opposite side now that we have to wait on the plane to get off the plane where before we were waiting to leave because <laughs> the plane was empty and they yeah. were like, yeah, everybody's still in the customs line. So we're going to wait another half an hour, 45 minutes or an hour to let everybody get through customs. So, yeah. That was really the only thing that was the big difference mm-hmm. that that I saw about the actual travel part. So given all of that, Carrie, you think you're comfortable. You're like, yeah, I'm good to travel with still with anxiety about the testing. Yeah, obviously. for sure. Yeah, absolutely. And I think we would maybe try to mix it up and try some new testing sites or, or whatever. Like I would do yeah, B4MD well. again, but, you know, maybe we'll try something different. Um, yeah. So you feel comfortable. So when will you travel again? Well, we're going to Destination D next month, or this month, I suppose it is. Yeah. It's yeah. pretty exciting. Uh, yeah, it's exciting. I haven't packed yet. <laughs> Wait for that test result, then I'll start packing. You have plenty of time to pack. So, yeah, so we're, we do have a an event, Destination D, uh, in Walt Disney World that we're going to. So that'll be a whole... We've got a few more podcast episodes before that, but we'll do a full review of this event. Uh, it sold out pretty quickly, and we managed to get our tickets. Uh, we bought our tickets like eight months ago. Uh, yeah. Well, whenever I, I don't know. Whenever I, it was a while mm-hmm. ago, because we weren't even sure if we'd get to go. Um, yeah. 
So yeah, we bought our tickets a while ago, so we're pretty excited about that. We've already mm-hmm. put in our 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 bids for pins or or whatever. We got a few pins. Uh, so this is where you buy the pins. You at like you put in saying I would like these pins, and then they randomly select who gets which ones. Yeah, uh, and they're Mickey's but, of Glendale pins. That's the thing. They're right. Like, like they're the pretty special. Of store the the um, yeah the Imagineering. Yes, so there'll be Story. lots of merch for that stuff. So, mm-hmm. so you will travel again, of course, of course. Excellent. Well, we've got so many travel adventures to to discover. I think now that it's almost like you can't unring the bell. Now that we both know how to do it, we're going to be traveling all the time. Yeah, I think. Yeah, you said that before, and that is that is true. Like aside from the the testing stuff, it's like. It's like you know? a no-brainer. Like, yeah. we're back. We don't want to ever take it for granted again. For that sure. We, right? Yeah. Okay, Carrie. We've got a lot of stuff to cover about our trip. So the next episode, we are going to dive into our experiences with the 50th. We want to talk about the fireworks, all that we all that we experienced uh, with the 50th on our trip. But we just, we didn't want to make this like a two-hour episode. So yeah. Just to check in. Yes. So we wanted to, but it's good. So now I think, you know, it helps other people understand um, the anxiety that we've all felt about traveling and and how you feel afterwards. So thank you for sharing it, Carrie. Yay. Okay. So you have some combined pixie dust for us this week. Yes. um, In relation to our trip. So I'm going to let you sort of kick this one off it's it's for it's our it's pixie for both dust of us. yes our pixie yes. so our, our pixie dust is that this past trip we had a new travel companion with us uh our friend susan and we had like been planning this trip for like a year or yes. more or yeah. whatever forever um and and we had a great time and susan is a whole lot of fun like oh my goodness like we thought we giggled we giggle a lot and laugh a lot. And, and <laughs> Susan was right there to keep giggling and laughing and keeping us smiling the whole time. So, so um, yeah, that's our pixie. So we have a new travel buddy. Yeah. So that, that, I mean, it was so, it was so fun. And it's always fun to have someone new on your travels because you see things differently with them. And uh, we got to do that. I mean, we've traveled. So there were four of us on the trip. Um my sister Becky, the two of us, and our friend Susan. We've traveled with Becky lots of times. Yeah. So and I've traveled this- with Susan a little bit. Like we've crossed paths on on Disney trips before. Yes. But we never had like a full trip, like our whole trip um together. together. We planned this. Like I said, we've been planning it and talking about it for yeah. a long time for like a year. So Yep. So, so it was lots that's of fun. Our pixie dust. Yay. All right. Well, Carrie, this has been a fantastic episode. And thank you for sharing all of your experiences. You're welcome. <laughs> and your excitement oh, yeah, about yeah, the yeah. Muppets. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, that's, you know, it's a good reminder to everybody. If you have any Muppet friends or any Muppet connections, this is how you make Carrie happy. Put them in touch with us. <laughs> yes, please. Although, whatever. This is awesome. I'm good. I'm good. I'm you're, good. you're like set now. You're I'm like, okay. yeah, I, my okay. degrees of separation. I'm I'm right in there. okay until next week Carrie (laughs) bye bye thanks for listening to the Pixie Dust Fan Podcast we hope you enjoyed the episode make sure you're following us on your favorite podcast player so you'll get a new episode every week and find us on social media too we'd love to hear from you till next time remember you are never too old to be young 
chase your dreams and design your own happily ever after.